This is Tech Talk with your host, Tom DiOria. Tom will spend the next hour making your life with technology a little easier with explanations of the different aspects of today's technology and how it can benefit your home, small office, or enterprise. Now here's your host, Tom DiOria. Welcome to IMI's Tech Talk. It's the second Sunday of March. It's the beginning of Daylight Savings Time. Uh, it's 6 p.m. in the New York listening area because of Daylight Savings Time, but since Arizona doesn't believe in Ben Franklin. There is no daylight savings time. It's one time, and it's still 3 p.m. there. We're live from our New York offices, and we're going to have a very interesting show for you today. We're going to be discussing Pet Electronic Technology Showcase with our guests, uh, Dana Humphrey and uh, Nancy Hassel. I'm Tom DiOria. I'm the CEO of Information Methods Incorporated. And together with our weekly guests, our show will help our listeners, whether a business or home technology user, make better use of all aspects of technology. Just in case you're a first-time listener, in our first segment, Tech Talk provides you with a review of last week's most significant events in technology. We start with our increased coverage of New York's technology scene, and we follow this with our industry-wide report, which could contain information on conferences, announcements by vendors, new releases of software equipment, or new contract opportunities. One or more guests followed us from many aspects of business and industry. And if you wish us to consider a topic for a future show, you can email your suggestions to techtalk, that's T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at imi-us.com. We'll get back to you pretty quickly. Anytime after our show introduction, please give us a call or send an email message with questions on today's topic or anything else we might be able to help you with. You can call 277-KFNX, that's 277-5369. And if you're outside the 602 listing area, call us toll-free at 1-866-536-1100. You can send us email questions throughout the show or anytime. Uh, at that email address I gave you, techtalk at imi-us.com. If we can't get you on today's show, we'll definitely send you a response and try and get you on next week. Uh, Tech Talk is also being simulcast on the web, so if you want to listen to us live and you can't get to your radio, you can go to KFNX's website, which is 1100kfnx.com, and you can go to our website, imi-us.com. All the shows are archived there. You can listen to them free. So just sign on to that uh, website in the upper right-hand corner is the Tech Talk button. You can download the shows, share them with your friends, listen to them as many times as you want for free, so please take advantage of that. And please call any time during the show, and we'll try and get you on as quickly as possible. First segment's how we can review it to increase coverage of technology events in New York City and around the world. It's compiled by Dan Dioria, Jose Batista, and David Brandon. Okay, our president uh, gave us something from, I'm not sure, I think it might be from Reader's Digest, and it's picture this, use your smartphone camera to snap things that you may do, but there may be some things in here that you forget, your RX bottles and vitamins so that you'll have all medication information handy when you go to the doctor or the emergency room. A plant or flower you like, show the picture to your staff at your local nursery. You are here maps at malls, parks, and subways. You'll have a portable map as you keep walking. The drink menu, send it to a friend who's running late to dinner, um, or if you want to remember what you had. Yourself wearing different outfits in a dressing room so you can compare the looks without trying them on again. That's a little cumbersome. 
location signs in a parking lot so you can find your way back, your wallet open just enough to show what's missing if it's stolen. Uh, I'm not sure what that means. I would think you want to take a picture of everything in your wallet. A recipes ingredients list so you can double check what you need while grocery shopping. Your license plate, uh, you never know when uh, you'll need it. Your health insurance cards, driver's license, and passports just in case of an emergency. So I think that was a, some good suggestions. DigiDay tells us, in an effort to make New York Times more indispensable and valuable, which is a pretty hard task, uh, the publisher is launching a new entertainment website and expanding its health section well. Both are being developed internally by the New York Times Beta, which creates NYT Now and its cooking app. The Times recently announced Watching, a new vertical focused on health helping readers sort through the mountains of video content released on streaming services and cable. The site will have a set of tools that will quickly guide users to the best streaming content. Uh, the section will begin as a newsletter before becoming a website in late summer and will be edited by television editor Gilbert Cruz. The Times has hired Margaret Lyons from the New York magazine Vulture as a writer for watching. The successful launch of its cooking section, which now collects 8 million visitors monthly, triggered the Times to expand into other areas. Phillips, the exclusive sponsor on Well, will have paid posts written by T Brand Studio on healthcare products like aging and sleeping. The Times will announce a sponsor for watching close to the launch date. New York Business Journal tells us Whole Foods is planning to install up to 100 additional solar rooftop units on stores nationwide, but to seek, see how renewable energy-centric mar, uh, supermarket works, head no further than the Gowanus neighborhood in Brooklyn. The Austin, Texas-based supermarket chain announced a deal yesterday with San Mateo, California-based Solar City and New Jersey, Princeton, New Jersey-based NRG, to provide solar panels and equip 100 of the retailers' 434 U.S. stores with rooftop solar systems. In addition, the Gowanus store also has a greenhouse on the roof which measures over 20,000 square feet and goes over 200,000 pounds of fresh leafy greens, herbs, and tomatoes each year. It was the first commercial-scale greenhouse farm integrated into a supermarket, according to its operator. Solar-powered plan from Whole Foods comes at a time when the chain is under pressure to reduce costs and amid higher comp or greater competition. And it should save the company money because it can buy electricity at cheaper prices from the solar providers. If the goal of 100 stores were reached, the Whole Foods project would increase the market's solar energy portfolio by up to 400% and it has potential to be among the 25 largest commercial rooftop solar installations in the country. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Broadcasting cable, and another positive sign for Charter Time Warner cable deal. The City of New York Franchise Review Committee has approved the transfer of the Time Warner cable franchise to Carter. The franchise concession and review committee met March 7th and have signed off on the transfer of the franchises at issue of five franchises in Queens, Northern and Southern Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. Basically, the review committee concluded that Charter would have the technical and managerial 
and financial ability to comply with the provisions of the existing franchise agreement. Entrepreneur tells us that a group of Colombian scientists claim to have created a bra that can detect malignant cells and ultimately breast cancer. That's pretty cool. The bra, which is equipped with special software and infrared sensors, monitors the breast temperature, tracking changes in temperature that occur throughout the day. In healthy breast tissue, there is typically a wide range of fluctuations that occur within a 24-hour window. Malignant breast tissue, meanwhile, typically maintains a relatively even temperature throughout the day. By picking up on this change early, Bar aims to help wearers catch cancer close to the time of onset before it spreads and is difficult to treat. Researchers from the National University of Columbia began working on the project last year. To date, the bra has been tested on 500 women with an 87% accuracy rate for detecting tumors. That's a small sample size, but the company is slated to start large-scale clinical tests in California, India, and Singapore. The device still has a few kinks to work out, however. For example, users must wear the bra for a long period of time for an accurate reading. Analysts could also potentially be skewed because of events like hot flashes. Uh, though the scientists uh, behind the bra stress that the goal isn't to replace a doctor or regular screenings, but to add another tool to help fight the disease. And finally, U.S. Communications Agency unveils Internet Privacy Proposal. Uh, Reuters tells us that the head of the U.S. communications regulator released a long-awaited proposal recently to protect consumers' Internet privacy, but it would not bar any data collection practices. The plan would require broadband providers to obtain consumer consent, disclose data collection, protect personal information, and report breaches. So um, we're going to see where this goes. We've been following this for many years and haven't really seen a lot of uh, motion in it. Finally, I want to tell you about Westchester Towns banding together. This is Westchester, New York, a new type of energy contract. Um, 17 Westchester municipalities signed an energy contract that is the first of its kind in New York State. Sustainable Westchester reached the two-year agreement with Con Edison Solutions to supply 90,000 homes with small businesses and electricity at a fixed rate generated from wind, solar, and hydro pro products. Um, we're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, unfortunately, our town is not one of them, but um, we'll keep an eye on that for you. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to get to our guests, and we're going to talk to you about Pet Electronic Technology Showcase. It's Sunday, the 13th of March, 2016. I'm Tom Dioria, and this is IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. Please stay tuned. We're going to be right back after these messages. Welcome back to IMI's Tech Talk on this Sunday, the 13th of March, 2016. Remember, it's daylight savings time for all of you that might lost that hour. Uh, we're on at 6, not at 5 now. And as I mentioned to you before the break, we're going to have a very interesting show, Pet Electronics Technology Showcase. And we have two guests today, Dana Humphrey and Nancy Hassel. I think I pronounced that right. If not, uh, they'll correct me. Uh, Dana is the owner of Whitegate PR. She also is a professor at the Fashion Institute of Technology in the Pet Product Marketing Department. Dana runs the Retails, that's R-E-T-A-I-L-S, and Sales Pet Expo, 
with Nancy, a trade show in New York City featuring pet products. Dana also has recently trademarked the Pet Lady and travels around the country giving pet safety tips and great gift suggestions to pet parents. When she's not posing with a pet, you can find her cruising the streets of New York City on her bicycle or vacationing with friends. And Nancy uh, is president and founder of the American Pet Professionals, an award-winning networking group in the pet industry since 2009, hosting in-person and online networking and educational events for pet professionals across the country. Uh, Nancy is also a PR professional in the pet industry and has taught responsible dog ownership classes to over 2,500 students, is a writer, an avid photographer, and an owner of an American pit bull terrier rescue named Cody. Ladies, Thank you for taking uh, the time to be with us. We're excited to be on the show. This sounds uh, really interesting. You ladies are really into pets, as uh, many of us are. Uh, I've had pets all my life. Let's talk about uh, some of the stuff that we mentioned in the intros. What is New York City Retails and uh, the Sales Pet Expo? Well, the NYC Retails and Sales Pet Expo is an event that Nancy and I started um, a couple of years ago, and coming up on April 19th, it'll be our fourth event. And basically, we saw a need in the marketplace to um, have an event for new pet product manufacturers that could reach New York City retailers. Um, mom and pops and New York City pet boutique owners are extremely difficult to get a hold of, as you could possibly imagine. You know, they're very busy. They have a lot going on. They don't return phone calls. And so there were a lot of events going on um, in the city, but we thought, you know, it would be a good opportunity to have a trade show event where we could feature and highlight different pet product manufacturers and help them get in front of um, these very hard-to-reach retailers. So we started out with um, featuring new pet products, and we also had a showcase with natural pet products as well as made-in-the-USA pet products. And so this year for our fourth um, trade show coming up, we decided to... Um, kind of take advantage of the pet technology boom or craze that's going on now. Um, so many pet parents are looking to, you know, track their pet's activity levels, um, whether how much they're sleeping, how much they're walking, um, how happy they are. So um, it's a great time where there's a lot of new pet gadgets out there, and we thought it'd be a great opportunity to bring them all together under one roof and um, give them an opportunity to show it to, to the East Coast. So what's the um, format? Is it just an exhibit show? Are there uh, talks, lectures, classes? Um, where do you hold it? Is it open to the public or just to the industry? The show is actually a boutique business-to-business, like, mini trade show. So it's not open to the public because um, we want our vendors to meet the retailers that are coming to the show we also have press coming, dog groomers, veterinarians, um, social media pet influencers, believe it or not, many pets that have a huge following on Instagram, Facebook, and, and other avenues of social media will come. And uh, some celebrities. In the past, we've had Bill Rappaport there from the Stay Show, David Fry from Westminster. Um, so it's really a, an event to focus on. Uh, the retailers taking their time to get to know the vendors, to get to know about the pet tech products, you know, and, and to understand what is coming out and what is new. So we have a lot of um, 
vendors that have new products or something that's innovative and retailers don't get to see this because they may not be um, heading to any of the bigger shows or they may not just have time to research the product. So if any of our listeners are in that industry, what would be the uh, best way for them to find out about your event? They could go to our website. It's www.retailsandsalespetexpo.com, and it's all spelled out, retailsandsalespetexpo.com. All the information is on there. But they can contact Dana or I, find out more information, and we'd be happy to provide that info to them. It's available on both sides. If, if someone um, listening out there is a pet product manufacturer and you'd be interested in exhibiting at our show, we'd love to have you. And as well, um, if you're a blogger, a pet blogger, or a member of the media, or maybe you have one of those um, influencer dogs that, you know, has lots of a big following on Instagram or is an Instagram sensation, we'd love to invite you to attend. And so there is a, a free registration button for media as well as retailers right on the website. Sorry, when and where is it? It's coming up on um, April 19th. It's a Tuesday, and it's from 1 to 6 p.m. And it's at a um, location called Home Studios in Union Square in Manhattan. And it's on 18th and Broadway. And the actual address is also on the website. And this is your fourth uh, show? Yeah, it's our fourth show. So we're very excited. That's terrific. Are there similar shows for the public? There's definitely two different types of of shows out there in the pet industry. So the pet industry, just to maybe go back a step, is about an $85 billion industry. There's a couple of big trade shows that happen. There's actually one coming up next week in Florida, in Orlando, called Global Pet Expo. And there's another show in August called SuperZoo. Those are kind of the big two shows that happen in the United States. There's also a new show called P3 that also happens in August in Chicago. And then there's our show, which, um, you know, will be coming up April 19th in New York City. Um, and then as far as consumer shows go, there are events that, you know, people, families can go to and people can bring their pets to. Um, but it's not a, um, a typical kind of professional trade show environment. It's more of like a family expo where there's popcorn and cookies and dock diving and maybe, you know, different types of, um, activities for people to take part in. You mentioned early on that there are social media sites for pets. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, there's the social media pet influences is, is pretty much a booming market. Um, there's some of our friends that we know that their dogs have almost a million Facebook uh, fans, and then on Instagram, there's a few of them that have in the millions of Facebook fans and hundreds of thousands of um, Instagram followers on Facebook. It's really quite fascinating. That's pretty interesting. I'd like to follow up with you. We're going to take a break right now. This is Tom DiOrio on IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. It's the 13th of March, 2016. Daylight Savings Time just started. We're talking to Dana Humphrey and Nancy Hassel. Please stay tuned. This is a half-hour break, so you're going to get the national news. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back to IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. I'm Tom DiOria. It's the 13th of March, 2016, and uh, our show today is on Pet Electronic Technology Showcase, and our guests are uh, Dana Humphrey and uh, Nancy Hassel. And we were talking about social media sites, and I had to cut, I think I cut Nancy off. She was going to add to the social media million 
animal followers. And are we just talking about dogs or a lot of pets in general? Dogs have the most popularity, but as we know, cat videos are the most popular uh, as far as cats go. Um, there's a few um, social media famous pets in the New York area. One of them is Soccer, the Labradoodle. She, he's got almost a million fans on Facebook. He's been around for a while. He goes to all the pet events. Uh, he's also very philanthropic. He's been to our events. And then there's Titus and his girl, Haley. They're on Facebook, and they have a few hundred thousand followers. There's Tinkerbell, the dog. She's on Instagram. She's up there with almost, I think, 100,000 followers. Um, there's a few other on that maybe Dana can say that have so many followers on uh, social media. It's real, Like I was saying, it's really quite fascinating. Um, yeah, just, oh, they kind of taken off. We're happy to give our our um, celebrity doggies and kitties a little shout-out. Um, we also have had Chloe Kardagian. She's a senior right. chihuahua. <laughs> She's a big big star on Instagram and Facebook and probably on Twitter as well. And Chloe the mini Frenchie. She's adorable. And so these are all um, dogs that have attended our events in the past, and we hope to see them again in the future. And they come and they, they have a chance to check out the products and sniff, sniff them out for their um, <laughs> wag of approval as well. And, you know, take some photos and share it on their social media following. So it's just kind of a fun thing um, for, you know, for them to take place with. Um, there are some cats, you know, as well. You know, Grumpy Cat, of course, lives in Brooklyn, and he has a huge following. Um, it, it is hard to get Grumpy Cat um, to events. You know, he's a little <laughs> bit more private. <laughs> and Grumpy. I love it. Um, is, is this... Um Geographic, or is it all over the country in the world? There are definitely um, Instagram celebrities all around the world. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about technology gadgets for pets or pet technology gadgets. What type of gadgets are they? Do they have their own Fitbits? They do, actually. There is a similar product to the Fitbit. Um, there's a lot that have come out in the past few years that they have a Fitbit, they have a health tracker, um, they have one that attaches to your dog co- dog's collar, and it monitors all the dog's activities, how much exercise they get through the day, how much sleep they get through the day. And at first glance, you might go, well, why do I need that? But you can actually download the report to your veterinarian. So maybe if your dog was sick, you can have that then sent to the veterinarian, and the dog that can uh, monitor that. There's all kinds of dog games as well. So to keep your dog active, if you're not able to be as active with your dog, they have toys that um, fetch balls and all kinds of stuff. With uh, cat videos being so popular, um, there's actually going to be a vendor at our trade show called Gampet. It's G-A-M-P-E-T-S. And what they're doing is it's really unique. It's, it's a brand-new app, and it's an opportunity for um, pet owners to share their funny pet videos, whether it's a you know, ridiculous cat video or maybe a really hilarious, you know, dog going crazy for a treat video. And they actually um, put the videos up against each other. So you watch both videos and then you vote which one you think was funnier or more charming or whatever the category may be. And so it's kind of like a voting system to, um, to help these different pet videos go viral. So it's kind of a cool concept, so we're excited to, um, for them to be um, showcasing at our, at our show. And um, what Nancy was saying about, you know, the different um, products that can actually sync with your veterinarian, 
you know, it's really amazing some of the, the different tools that are out there. I mean, they can actually monitor, you know, your dog's temperature. Um, so maybe you didn't know your dog had a fever while you were, you know, at the gym or something like that. So, you know, the, the analytics that um, are available to us now, I think it's just the beginning. And it's really an exciting time to, to be a part of the pet industry. So since it's in, in its early phases, are these things expensive? I mean, is, is the device you were just talking about that measures temperature in the dog's health like a collar? Or, you know, there's, is it rudimentary or is it something pretty sophisticated? There's quite a few different brands out there now that are doing collar attachment devices. So it could be um, a little device that you attach to your dog's collar. It could already come on a, on a collar. And I would say um, they range in price anywhere from, you know, $49 to $499. I mean, it it kind of runs the gamut as far as, um, you know, whether it's a subscription model or you pay everything up front. Um, Sometimes you buy the device and then you're going to be paying a monthly subscription um, to keep that service. So it kind of depends. Talking about the videos, do they have, you know, like uh, bike riders have cameras on their helmets? Do they have cameras that people put on their pets and let them roam around and they show those things as well? They actually definitely do. They have, um, you know, the GoPro. They have a dog harness now now that you can put on there and have the dog run around. It's a little wobbly in my opinion. Um, there's also ones that you can attach to the collar to see where your pet has gone, maybe for an outdoor cat or just to have on your dog's collar, which is kind of funny. But, again, they are a little bit wobbly, so until they get that technology down pat where it's not wobbly, <laughs> it's, it's a little hard to watch sometimes. But they do now, they have something as simple as, you know, where is my dog? You know, just like you have for, um, what's that? I forgot there's a, a device that a little square thing you throw in your bag or something and it keeps track of where it is. Do they have things like that? You can put on the dog's collar definitely. and GPS it? They definitely do. They have all different kinds. It's like Dana was saying before, there are different brands now that are coming out with more and more GPS tracking devices. Some of them are more advanced than others. Some of them you can set if your dog is gone beyond a certain distance. You'll get an alert on your phone um, if the dog escapes the yard or that kind of thing. So there are definitely GPS trackers and find my dog type of thing. There's a bunch of new apps as well, you know, for different, um, you know, there's one called um, PIP where it actually is a, a face recognition um, program for dogs. So, you know, facial recognition um, for people has been around for a while. It's been used on Facebook when you go to tag your friend and their name already pops up. That's a facial recognition technology. And so that's actually recently in the last year has been applied to dog faces, which is amazing. So there's this app where you can actually, you can get a picture of the dog's face. It can go into this database and match up with the lost dog. Or if your dog has escaped out of the backyard for a couple of minutes, you can kind of instantly be able to access um, their whereabouts based on some of these different technologies, as well, of, as well, of course, as the kind of old school microchipping. Um, that a lot of dogs have if you have a microchip scanner. That's pretty interesting. We're going to take another break. Uh, we've got a lot more to cover here, and uh, we've only got one more segment, so we may have to do a couple of these shows. This is Tom DiOrio on IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100 on the 13th of March, two days away from the Ides. Uh, our guests are Dana Humphrey and... Um, 
Nancy Hassel, and we're talking about Pet Electronic Technology and their event, which will be in New York. Um, when again did you say, ladies, your event is for the trade? Tuesday, April 19th from 1 to 6 p.m. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back after these messages. Please stay tuned. I'm Ice Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. I'm Tom Dioria, and our guests today are Dana Humphrey and Nancy Hassel, and we're talking about Pet Electronic Technology Showcase. Before the break, we were talking about how to track your dog. You mentioned that there are some technology game gadgets to keep your pet occupied while you're away. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? There are actually a few different kinds. There are some that will toss a ball for your dog, and the dog learns how to put the ball back into the tosser, and then it'll toss it again. There's kinds that you can actually dispense a treat. You can call your dog over to the treat machine. You can um, video conference your dog and give the dog a treat. So if you're at work, you could do some training, have the dog sit, and then give them a treat. Uh, there are a few other electronic toys out there on the market as well. Maybe Dana can speak to that. Just trying to think off the top of my head what else is out there. A lot of type puzzle-type toys that keep your dog's brain stimulated. You know, depending on what type of pet you have, there are some dogs that just like to, are more of a couch potato and just like to sit around. And there are some dogs that really need to be, you know, stimulated. They have a lot going on. They're smart dogs. And, you know, just sitting around all day and going for a little walk in the neighborhood and, and getting fed just isn't enough for them. So, you know, there's some great things, um, toys and gadgets from um, Nita Otteson, for one. You know, she has some really great puzzle toys that kind of um, keep your dog's mind stimulated. Um, and as well, you know, there's kind of these interactive um, feeding dispensers. There's one from ALN, ALN Pet where, um, you know, you your dog actually has to do, you know, a combination before the food will come out of the bowl. And there's different kind of settings that you can create, again, based on, you know, uh, maybe the intelligence level um, of your dog so that you can kind of create something that's custom for your family. You mentioned training, Nancy. Are there apps that help you train or toys or, or technology gadgets that help you train your pet? Definitely um, training technology out there. As far as apps, I'm sure that there are some. I don't know any off the top of my head, um, but there's definitely training toys that you can do that the dogs don't realize that they're being trained when you're working with them with different toys. There's so many products out there for training. It's, it's almost mind-boggling. You can also use Yelp as a great resource to find a good trainer near you that has a lot of you know good ratings and good reviews. I guess one of my producers gave me uh, an app here called Gam Pets. What's that? Yeah, I touched on that a little bit earlier, but GAM Pets, again, is, um, you know, an opportunity where pet owners or um, pet lovers can actually um, upload videos of their funny pet videos, and then it's a voting application. And so it's a great oh, okay. way also um, for people who don't maybe, maybe don't have a pet, but maybe they love to watch pet videos, um, it's a great way for them to be able to participate because they can kind of, you know, get the ab and get, get their little, you know, get their furry fix in the middle of the day and uh, vote on some on vote on some funny pet videos. What else would you like to tell us about uh, some of the interesting things that are going to be your show um, in April? So we have um, pet products vendors as well as pet technology uh, vendors at our show. 
So we have um, some new vendors that have new products. Some of them are health products for your pet. Some of them are actually products from different countries. The name is Choose Happiness, and they actually have yasper or down, you know, like the wool from a yak, and they make these beautiful doggy sweaters. Um, they're, they're really actually very different than anything that's out there, so they're one of our vendors. Optimal uh, Pet Health is another vendor that has a really fantastic product. They actually have been around for over 10 years, and they're introducing their new product at our show. Um, and then there's the Puppy Hugger, who is actually a return vendor. She was at our last show and did very well, and she has beautiful, beautiful handmade beds and dog blankets, really high-quality, well-made. And then, Dana, maybe you could tell a little bit about Whisker and Box, which is yeah. another vendor that we have there. Yeah, Whisker and Box is also going to be showcasing. We're excited about that. And it's a really um, kind of cool box where um, cats can go to lounge. You know, cats like to nap during the day, and so it's a special box made just for them. They can, can hang out uh, during the day and feel comfy and safe. Yeah, and it looks like it's actually too small, but if you've ever seen a cat in a box, they always seem to cram themselves in the smallest <laughs> box possible, which is kind of funny. So if you look on their website, you can see how the box is designed, and it's got material around it, and the uh, cats are all in these boxes. It's hysterical, but they love it. It's almost like a, a comfort um, way that they like to lay down and sleep and snuggle in the box. Tell us about what you might have for other pets besides dogs and cats. Are there others? We encourage all kinds of pets. I actually have a frog myself. Um, I love I love products for different exotics, whether it's a bird or a fish or maybe a beardy or a lizard or, um, you know, some kind of reptile. Um, so we definitely welcome um, those, you know, those type of pet products as well. Um, for now, we have mainly dog and cat products as, you know, that's the majority of pet owners in the country, but we're excited about, you know, the new frontier of some, you know, more kind of specialty smaller animals that um, might become more popular. Right now, I mean, cats are really gaining in popularity. Um, more and more millennials are becoming cat owners. It's really on the rise. Um, millennials are adopting more cats and more kittens. And so, um, if anything, I think we'll be seeing more cat ownership um, in the near future. Really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Give us that uh, website again. So if there any of our listeners would like to uh, register for your event, they can do that and find out more about it. And we appreciate you having us on. The website is retailandsalespetexpo.com. Again, retailandsalespetexpo.com. And all the information on our vendors are on there. Um, retailers and um, groomers and veterinarians and media can register for free to attend. And anybody that's interested in uh, becoming a vendor, they can also find out information on there as well. And our contact information is at the bottom of the website, so you could always send us an email as well. Appreciate it, and I wish you the best of luck uh, with this year's event. I want to thank uh, Terry Ruggiero, IMI's president, Dave Brandon, Dan DeOri, and Jose Batista for our Week in Review. Taylor Redden's our producer. Tess Henshaw is our associate producer. Matt Cam Pagney is our executive producer. And without the help of Robert Bumback from the KFNX AM1100 production department, not a word we said would you hear. Thanks again for listening uh, on Daylight Savings Time's first day. And please don't forget to tune into Tech Talk next week at 6 p.m. New York on KFNX AM1100. Remember to send us your suggestions for future shows or ask us questions by sending an email to techtalk at 
www.ghost-us.com. Have a great week, and thanks again for listening.